0: Hi there, it's Kathleen here and welcome to The Gathering, bringing God into everyday life. Let me encourage you to not just listen, but partner with God and practice what He speaks to you. You can access more information about me, my newspaper articles, upcoming events. Contact me or purchase my book, Thriving Through Seasons of Grief, on my website at www.kathleenmaxwellramby.com. This podcast is now in 28 countries and people have donated so that you can listen free. Will you consider paying it forward for someone else by giving a one-time or monthly gift? Simply click the button that says become a patron or patronage at the top of the podcast and don't forget to click the like or follow and you'll be the first to know when new episodes are released. Enjoy the podcast. Well, I'm so glad that you've joined me today and I don't want to say a very Merry Christmas to each and every one of you that are listening. And, you know, you may be listening today and you may think, well, it's not very merry around here, Kathleen. Um, Help me out. And so that is what my, my heart is to do today is to maybe help you out in that place where it is not a Merry Christmas. Maybe you've got a crisis in your life. You're dealing with, you know, a number of things. And I want to encourage you today that crisis at Christmas is not anything you. You're not the first one that has had a crisis at Christmas. I know I certainly have. Um, I was talking to somebody yesterday and their furnace went out, they're living up north, the big storms coming in. Um, there are all sorts of crises. Another person I know um, is battling COVID and, Then I had somebody else. There's a crisis that's going on in their life that I talked to and prayed with yesterday. So crisis is is something that is not, like I said, new to Christmas. And I just want to ask you something. Have you ever made plans and they just didn't turn out the way you expected? And I'll have to, you know, say that that I have that's happened a number of times I have plans for the holidays and then they suddenly changed and I was disappointed and then there's other crises that happened but 2000 years ago things were not really going the way Mary and Joseph had planned either and you know they were in love if you read the the Christmas story in Matthew or Luke they were in love They were engaged, and I'm sure like most couples, you know, they held hands and chatted about their dreams together and and what their wedding would be like, that wedding day. And, you know, all of a sudden their plans were interrupted. And at first, I'm sure it kind of looked like a crisis to them of, you know, just putting myself in their shoes. And I want to start by saying, you know, the thing is I was reading The Christmas Story, and I've been reading it this week, Um, I always... I just love it. Even though it's not anything new, there's just new nuggets that the Lord highlights to me every year. And, you know, what hit me was how Mary was just an ordinary girl and how God picks ordinary people like me, maybe like you, maybe you are famous, I don't know. But He picks ordinary people to work through. And it's not because we have, you know, You don't have to be to be chosen by God. You don't have to have a lot of credentials. God uses and wants to use each and every one of us. And I'm not the most educated person. Certainly not. Um, Mary was an ordinary girl. It didn't say that she had her PhD or her, you know, master's degree or anything. She was just a young girl. And God chose that ordinary girl to forever change our world. And, you know, that's exciting to me. And I just want to encourage you. Your story matters and your life matters. Whatever crisis you're in, um, don't let that discourage you. But, you know, it tells us in Scripture that suddenly an angel appeared to Mary and told her of a new plan. And there are those times in our life when we have a suddenly. It's like, We think things are going to be one way, and then suddenly, all of a sudden, everything just turns around and changes. And, you know, this plan for Mary back in that day put her in danger of being, you know, of a lot of judgment and possibly death because it wasn't okay for a girl to be expecting when she wasn't married. And, you know, from Joseph's point of view, he really had to decide how much he loved Mary and how much he trusted her. I mean, was he going to believe that she was pregnant, but she hadn't been with another man? And I mean, seriously, folks, this this story is a little bit out there, but I, I believe it's true. And God is not always predictable, in things, we can't always predict what he's going to do or how he's going to do it. And we, you know, that's just the world that we live in. And there is that place, though, where we can have an absolute trust, no matter what's going on in our life, in our crisis, And a God that dearly, dearly loves us. And, you know, I guess that's why, because God isn't predictable in things. He's faithful. He never changes. His character never changes. But there have been times I thought, okay, I I think I can figure out how God's going to work this out. And eh, that is not true. I can't always do that. And I guess that's why it's called a walk of faith. And the beauty of the Christmas story is Jesus, it says in scripture, came as Emmanuel, which translated God with us. Oh my gosh, that is like the best Christmas gift ever to fully understand that you nor I are ever alone. God is with us. And it tells us that in Matthew 1 verse 23, that he's with us. And I, I grew up in church, but I had been in church for, I don't know, 20 years or so, um, 30 years or so for, I really grasped the concept of God with us. That's the best, best Christmas gift ever is to realize that you're not alone. I'm not alone. God is always with us. And really, what more could any of us want in every situation in life than to to realize how God is with us? That's an incredible gift. And, you know, I, uh, I was thinking back on just different Christmas times, and I remember that there was, it was a holiday season. I was busy at work. And there was just an unexpected situation that happened at work. And it could have been quite intense. But earlier that morning, I had been singing that song, Oh Come Let Us Adore Him. One of my favorite Christmas Christmas carols. But I was singing it. And that song kept ringing in my ears that day. And so when the unexpected happened at work and there was this crisis with a colleague that song just kept going on and on in my ears, ringing in my ears. And it was interesting as I just kind of sang it under my breath while I was working my computer and doing my job, my heart just settled down and it was at peace. Because the focus of my day was on adoring God. The focus, my focus was on God, not my problem. And, you know, we can have perfect peace. In any situation when we choose to hold Him's hand and make him our focus. It tells us in Isaiah 9 that he came as the Prince of Peace. And that Prince of Peace, you know, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. That means we have an escort in any situation that we're going through. We have our own personal escort to go with us. But let's go back to the Christmas story you know, there was a crisis in Bethlehem. Mary was expecting, and she wasn't married, and there was no place for them to stay when they arrived in Bethlehem. And Joseph, you know, Joseph is, here he was, they're having to make this journey. His fiance is pregnant, and, you know, then they get there, and they're they're kind of They're kind of in hiding because there was an order to kill all the babies under two. And, I mean, can you imagine if our president declared to kill all the little boys under two? Oh, my word, our nation would be in such an uproar. And it would certainly be a national crisis. And you may be saying, well, Kathleen, what does this have to do with me? Well, maybe your crisis is not like Mary and Joseph's exactly. Maybe you do have a situation with one of your kids that is a crisis for your family, but maybe you've just gotten a divorce you didn't want, or perhaps the death of a loved one. I attended a, a funeral this week of a classmate of mine, and she just suddenly got sick and she was she was gone. And so maybe you've lost a loved one, or it's your first your first Christmas without somebody that you love. Perhaps your crisis is a financial crisis that you're looking at, or one of your loved ones has been caught in an addiction, and it's destroying relationships. And sometimes crisis just barges in unannounced unannounced and makes itself at home, you know, in our house, and we're like, what just happened? But I love what Mary did in the midst of everything, in the midst of everything that was going on. She kept her focus on God, the God that knew her name, the God that promised to be with her. And I love it how in Luke chapter one, it tells us twice, do not be afraid, do not be afraid. And it said that when the the angel appeared to Mary, he said, greetings to you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. And that's Luke 1 in verse 28. And it says in verse 29, Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, it's like he sensed, he knew her heart would be just a little troubled. And he said, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. He knew her by name. And he wanted to reassure her that she had a very special place in God's heart. And that God was with her. And man, if we hang on to those things, God knows your name. God knows my name. He has a plan and a purpose for your life and my life, even in the midst of our crisis. And I want to go in and explain a little bit more about that in a minute. And he wants us to understand that we have a special place in his heart. Um, I've got three children and I've got two stepchildren and each one of those kids, which are grownups now, but each one of them have a special place in my heart. And it's interesting. I have a little bit different relationship with each one of them, but they both have, they all have just a very special place in my heart. And so the angel goes on. He said, you will be with child and give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus. He will be great and will be called the son of the most high. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will forever reign over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom. There will be no end. And so I want to just encourage you in the midst of whatever you might be dealing with this holiday season to focus on God and that will keep you moving through the crisis you know, when Mary received these words, um, hey, by the way, know you had a plan with Joseph, but I'm interrupting it. And um here's what it's gonna look like. She didn't say, Why me, why now? Who do you think you are? Oh my gosh, and wring her hands. She knew she was her life belonged to the Lord, and she knew she knew who God was. My question is, do you really know who he is? And it's in that place where we focus on God in our crisis that we can have peace. You know, and the alternative is to be overwhelmed by our circumstances. And Mary didn't have to understand. She didn't have to ask why. She just loved God, focused on him, and loved Joseph. She just loved You know who she was around and that's great advice for any of us to love those that we're around the the good the bad believe the best and love. You know I think as as believers we can oftentimes be very judgmental and we simply just need to focus on God and love those that he puts around us. And actually Jesus came so that we could not only have the capacity to love those that love us. But he also gave us the capacity to love those that don't love us. And you know, judgment, and Mary was certainly in danger of a lot of judgment. I'm sure it went on. You know, judgment's defined as unjust criticism. And I'm sure there's no way on earth she could go, it. you know, and try to explain that. And we don't have to understand things and figure them out. We just need to love as Jesus did. And... You know, when, we, when it's in that place, that our trust grows in our Savior. And I think if we don't focus on God, we can miss so many gifts that are in our life in the midst of our crisis. And I remember, um, you know, goodness, a number of years ago, um, I encountered a crisis that almost felt like a, a nightmare, and I think I've alluded to it before if you've listened to some of my other podcasts, but my late husband had been gone. I was trying to rebuild my life, and my father all of a sudden was hospitalized, and he had been hospitalized 16 times, and my mom had been hospitalized twice in the, the um, three years following my husband's late husband's death. And that's a lot in a short amount of time for a woman that's putting her life back together. But on December 5th, I remember of 2012, we found out that my dad had metastatic bone cancer. And then 15 hours later, my mom died. And so I had to go to the hospital. After dad's received this this shocking news to all of us, we were told he'd been given three months to live, I had to go and tell my sweet daddy that his... his wife of over 50 years, um, was gone. And so I had to lean on God and trust him in a whole different level. But there was so much I learned in that holiday season. By that time I had really learned that God was with me, that he held me by the right hand and that I didn't face anything without him. And it was, you know, I learned some valuable, valuable things as I walked through the valley of the shadow of death in that holiday season. And I didn't need to just read about God's faithfulness. I was experiencing it and experience how he was faithful to me at a very hard time. And it was like a blow after a blow. And, but you know, that Christmas forever changed me. And in the midst of all those disappointments, I found, a, you know, numerous blessings and got to know God in a way that I'd never gotten to know you before. And then I'll tell you something else that happened. So that happens. We bury my mom, get my dad out of the hospital. And then a couple of days before Christmas, my husband and I, I had remarried, just remarried. We were newlyweds. We hadn't even been married but a couple of months. Um, We were wrapping Christmas presents, sitting on the floor in our home. And I stood up to go in the other room. And when I did, I realized our home was full of smoke. And, you know, I said, oh my word, the house is full of smoke. We didn't sense it. We didn't smell it. We weren't aware of it because we were down low. You know, they say in a fire, stay low and go. We were down low. But when I stood up, the whole house I could see was full of smoke and our chimney had caught on fire. And so we had to just grab our things, grab a few things, which I was in my robe. I'm grabbing the, the, um, gift cards. Cause that's about all I knew I could get out of the house. And they were right there by the tree and We had to go out and call 911. Unfortunately, they were able to get that fire out. But, you know, it was like, you talk about stumbling around that holiday. It was quite a holiday. Um, But the neat thing that I find in the Christmas story was Isaiah 9 and verse 6 and 7. And it tells us all the gifts that Jesus brings. It describes him as a wonderful counselor. He's right there for you to talk to about any problem you have. He's a mighty God. He's a prince of peace. And, you know, that wonderful counselor, that means that Jesus is our go-between. He's the one that's going to help us walk through whatever we're walking through. And in any situation, you and I have a God-given right to walk in peace. Jesus came so we could have peace. That's why he says several times in Luke, do not be afraid. I'm here. I'm right here with you and you know mary in luke one thirty seven, she replied to god in the midst of her crisis she said here's how she answered she said i am the lord's servant mary and then she said may it be unto me as you have said and the angel left her you know the angel left her but she just said yes to god just a simple trust in god and so i just want to encourage you to trust god she embraced her trial she focused on god those were her keys she didn't whine and ask why she asked what you know lord what do you what do you want from me lord okay you want me to trust you at a greater level well this trial will probably help me do that and maybe that's what god is wanting in this situation did he send your trouble no We live in a fallen world. Bad things happen to good people. But he does promise that he always leads us to triumph. It says that. I believe it's in 2 Corinthians. And so the big question is, can you and I follow Mary's example? And have we accepted the gift of Jesus? Have you ever said, Jesus, I invite you to come into my heart. I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I accept the gift gift of Jesus this holiday season if you've never done that I want to encourage you to do that salvation isn't complicated it is really simple but I just want to encourage you to just remember God is with you Emmanuel remember the Prince of Peace is with you remember God is with you in your crisis and in this place I just pray that you'll trust him at a greater And greater level and in that place we just we can have joy in the midst of our crisis in in the midst of our trials so um, let's just let's just pray I want to pray a blessing over you as as we close today father I thank you Lord that you sent Jesus God that we're never alone that we never face anything without you And I thank you for the example of Mary and how she trusted you, even though the unexpected happened and her plans got hijacked. And Lord, how she just grew in saying yes to you. And so, Father, I just pray for each listener that they would say yes to you at a deeper level with whatever that they're facing, Lord. Illness, finances, family crisis, um, being with difficult family members during the holidays, Lord. Your grace is sufficient. And Lord, you give us grace because you are with us. And Lord, you see us. You know each and every one of us by name. So bless these listeners. Bless their families. Lord, help us partner with you because you're raising up a people, Lord, that that you want to represent you well. And so help us to love those around us. Thanks so much again for joining me. And if you could do me a favor, if you will go to the podcast and like the episode, leave a comment, that helps other people find it. If you haven't um, been a follower, click the follow button. And if you've never supported this podcast, let me just ask you to consider doing that this holiday season. You're able to listen free because there are a handful, when I say a handful, that's what I mean, of people that give so this podcast can can um, I can keep going with it but I always need more supporters and so you can click the little red button that is usually somewhere there if you if you um, go around and give a one time gift or a monthly gift whatever you want to do have a very very merry christmas and happy holiday and don't forget to check out my website if you want to get an autograph book thriving through seasons of grief or if you need prayer Don't hesitate to email me. See you next week.